Hello there. Welcome to the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson, and today we are going to be talking about how eating a plant-based diet has absolutely changed my life when I started, how I transitioned over, and how it affected me not just on a health level, but also on a personal level. So if you've been thinking about starting to either add some plant-based meals into your life or just completely transitioning over for health reasons or for any reasons for that matter, this podcast will be super interesting for you. So with that said, let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. So my story, if you haven't listened to episode one, I talk more about my story in that episode. So definitely go back and listen to that. But basically, I had a stroke at the age of 39 caused by stress. And so after that, I really had to look at my life and how I was living it and what I needed to do to become a more healthier version of myself. Now, when I say I had a stroke caused by stress, I did not have... um, like my arteries were not clogged. I did not have unhealthy arteries. What happened was the inner lining of one of my vertebral arteries tore, and that's what caused the stroke. So it was just being under an extreme, and I mean extreme amount of stress for probably three or four years, where I actually lost a lot of the hair in the front of my head, and there were other things, other side effects to being under this amount of stress. So Diet was not the biggest thing for me when it came to improving my health. And when I talk about my health, I'm talking about my mind, my body, and my soul, all three of these things. But diet, my attitude after this happened to me was I had three children, they were young, and I needed to be there for them. This is my responsibility. I want to be there for them. I want to enjoy my life. So how can I improve every aspect of my life in order to live well and be happy and live fully. I did not want to be limited and I felt limited at that time. Um, So after I had my stroke, they told me that I probably shouldn't run anymore. And I kind of listened for a really short period of time, but then I just felt so dead inside and I decided I needed to start running again because I couldn't live my life that way. And I kind of felt like if I dropped dead while I, when I started running, then so be it because I, because living the way I was living to me was like being dead anyway. And this could be a little selfish. I go from talking about how I have to be there for my kids, but then I go also to this point where I was like, I can't live this way. But I also looked at it from the frame of mind where I have to set a good example for my kids and just sitting still for the rest of my life, being miserable and depressed is not a good example and would not be a good experience for them either. And so I decided to start running again and I did it slowly. You know, I had some balance issues at first. So I started really small. I would go out on the sidewalk and I would look ahead of me and I would find a point ahead of me. You know, maybe it would be one house away and I would say, okay, I'm going to run until I get to that point. 
and then I'll walk. And then once I did that, I would find another point and say, okay, I'm going to walk until I get to that point, And then I'm going to run. And there was some concentration level. It made me very tired because I had to keep my eyes. Um, I had like, I had to keep my gaze in a certain direction in order not to get dizzy. So I had like a little bit of vertigo and I still have that to this day, but I can run and do it like unconsciously. It's not stressful for me or tiring for me to focus my gaze the way I have to focus in order not to fall on my face. So I started like this and I ran my first 5k in December of the year when I had my stroke. I had my stroke in May. So I was pretty proud of that. And then since then I've run probably about 15 half marathons, six Ragnars, um, many, many 5Ks and 10Ks, and um, I ran one marathon. And so um, I've done quite a bit, and I've had quite the recovery from the stroke. But during this whole time period, kind of somewhat in the middle of running all those races, I actually trained for a sprint triathlon. And this was around the time where I was switching from um, kind of a vegetarian diet. I, I was still eating meat very rarely, and I did eat seafood sometimes. And so I was just like slowly, it was kind of a very slow, gradual thing, but I wasn't too serious about it. And then I started thinking about how this could really improve my health. I did a lot of reading about the benefits, and I just wanted to try it. And what really pushed me. Now, and this is kind of funny, was first of all, my youngest daughter was vegan and my neighbors who were good friends of mine, both of them, it was a husband and wife, they were both vegan too. And I watched this TED talk, which was if you do anything for 30 days, you could make it a habit or I can't remember exactly what the title was, but it was very interesting. He just, every 30 days he was trying something new and he would stick with it for 30 days. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to go vegan for 30 days and see how it, how it is. And when I first started, I, I did lose a lot of weight because um, I wasn't really very familiar with how to eat really. And I just, I really ate a lot of smoothies. I was doing a lot of smoothies. So that was how I started. And then gradually, I became more familiar um, and educated myself and really got into the diet. And I did gain a little bit of the weight back. I did not, just to add, I did not need to lose weight. I was, I was training for a triathlon. I was really, really fit. Um, and it was tiring training for this triathlon because at the time, I was raising three kids by myself. I was working a pretty stressful sales job. I sold real estate. And then I was running and swimming and biking. And I remember, you know, like hopping on my bike and going for a ride and then going for a run and then going home and jumping in the shower as fast as I possibly could. Um, and for those of you who run or train in this way, you know, you jump in the shower and you get out and you just start sweating again. You're just not cooled down yet. And and I would just put on, you know, my my business clothes, my serious clothes, I used to call them, and go out and show houses or meet with clients. And my, my shirt would be sticking to my body. And so it was very busy. It was very busy doing the training. And what I noticed when I was training for this triathlon was 
um, how the plant-based diet really affected my recovery time and my energy levels. So I was in my 40s when I was doing this. And I had noticed before switching over to a completely vegan diet, I had noticed that I didn't recover in the same amount of time. My muscles were sore longer, and I was trying to figure out how to improve this, but I really didn't know how. I was kind of like, oh, I, maybe it's just my age, you know, and this is how things are. Um, but th when I started eating the vegan, vegan diet, my energy levels were like through the roof. My recovery time was shorter, and it was so noticeable to me because I was training so hard, you know? And I don't know if this would have been as noticeable to me if I wasn't training. Maybe I would have noticed a little bit, but it was like black and white. It was so noticeable. And so I was sold. I was completely sold from that point forward. Um, I haven't, I've stuck to um, a plant-based diet. And I went back and forth for a while from, you know, like plant-based to completely vegan. I was completely vegan for a while. Um, but what I discovered was anytime that you have a diet that's very restrictive and I didn't really need it to be, I didn't have any major health issues that I needed to work on with the plant-based diet. I was really just doing this to improve my life. Um, I just felt like it was too strict, too restrictive and it actually caused stress for me to focus so much on it. And the stress reduction in my life was way more important than the diet because that's one of the things that made me have my stroke, right? So I had to create this balance and this was not balanced to me. And so I decided at that point to just make it the Tina diet. And I always joke around and say that, um, which is a plant-based diet that can be like mostly vegan a lot of the time, but there's things that pop up, you know, like I use honey. I definitely use honey. Every once in a while I crave eggs and I eat eggs. And if I go to a birthday party and someone puts a piece of cake in front of my face, I totally eat it. I feel like, um, including myself in the moment of the celebration, um, is more important than me saying something like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm vegan. Or I, or even if you just say, I'm sorry, I can't, people are like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> why aren't you participating in this? So I just decided it was more healthy for me to eat the diet in a comfortable way without the stress and the seriousness of it, to just be, just feel into my body. What does my body need right now? And, you know, don't lie to myself about things like my body needs cake because we all know that that's not true. But, you know, when my body says you need eggs, sometimes I sometimes wonder, what is my body really craving right now? And I'm not sure what it is, but I just eat eggs once in a while. And I love using honey in my cooking. And so this is why I do not call myself vegan, because I'm not vegan. Um, but I am very serious about my diet. It makes me it improves my health. It keeps me healthy. I'm 54 years old. I'm on no medications. Um, so I'm extremely healthy and I do the best to keep myself balanced in all the different areas of my life. So not just with food, but also with exercise and my stress levels and how much joy I have in my life, how much fun that I have. Okay. So one of the things that I make a point to tell people that want to, you know, transition over to a plant-based diet is 
don't take yourself too seriously. Do the best you can and listen to your body. How do you feel when you eat certain things? You know, how do you feel um, when you don't eat certain things? You know, like just pay attention to your energy levels. Keep track of it. See if it's the right diet for you. And, you know, try different things that work for you. Keep the blinders on. Don't focus on what other people are doing. And this goes for any diet. Any diet that requires you to be way too serious and add stress to your life, I would just definitely say run. Definitely run. And the, the better thing to focus on is eating real whole food. Okay. That's the best thing to focus on. And by real whole food, what I mean is something that doesn't have an ingredient list. And if it does have an ingredient list, what is that ingredient list? Are there things on that ingredient list real whole food? You know, so like an apple would be real whole food. But if you had, say, you know, apple pie, then it would be an apple and flour and sugar, but none of all the chemicals that you find, the 20 million ingredients. And if you don't know what an ingredient is on something that you're eating, I would just say, look it up. You know, we all have a little computer in our hands most of the time, and we could look anything up at any moment and learn what it is and what it's going to do in our body. I mean, so it's, it's super easy for us to get this information today. And I would say if you wouldn't give it to your baby or, you know, your child or, you know, maybe someone you're taking care of, I don't know, um, then don't give it to yourself. Don't put it in your body, right? So the lesson I learned from my stroke was not to just, you know, uber focus on, you know, one specific area of my life. I realized that I had to create balance because before I had my stroke, I was in the best shape of my life. I am not kidding because I was working out to try to reduce stress um, from my the divorce that I was going through. And what I didn't realize is that some heavy duty working, working out really puts you in a state of fight or flight and not in rest and digest. And what I really needed was rest. I really needed rest. So even though certain exercise does help reduce stress, you still need those moments where you can go into like rest and digest. And I wasn't getting any of that, but I was in absolutely fabulous, excellent shape. I did not eat too poorly, but I was not controlling my stress levels. I was not taking care of myself and I was certainly not getting enough rest. So changing my diet to a plant-based diet made such a huge difference in, in the way I feel um, in my body and my energy levels. And I do believe that I'm here today alive and well and thriving because of not just the plant-based diet, but the other practices that I do too. But a plant-based diet is a huge part of that. Um, do I stress about being, you know, perfect? No, no, because adding any type of stress into my life is unacceptable. Um, I also believe I'm still here today it's in order to share these things, you know, not just the plant-based diet, but all the practices that I do, these deep level self-care practices, I'm here to share them with you. And that's why I started this podcast. Um, I want people to know that, you know, when they put themselves first and take care of themselves, they really, they get to show the world the best version of themselves. They're not half-assing it. And that's really important. So eating a plant-based diet was part of the environment I created for my body 
to help it heal. So like our bodies have the ability to heal themselves. And on a, on a smaller level, like when you cut your finger, right, you know that that cut's going to heal as long as it has the right environment. And the only thing that you need to do to create the right environment is to wash it out and keep it clean. That's it. Well, our bodies are the same way. They're able to heal themselves, but you have to create the right environment. And so this is a little more complicated than a cut on your finger, but creating the right environment for me was um, the right type of diet, reducing my stress levels, adding more joy into my life, getting enough rest. And so this is creating the right environment. And then I also must add is that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it took you God knows how many years to get into this state of dis-ease. So it's going to take some time to get out of it and you're going to have to stick with it. So I realized this and I gave myself this time and the space and it's been over 15 years now and I feel absolutely wonderful. Now, last but not least, one of the things that I gained from eating a plant-based diet that was absolutely unexpected was you you become more aware of kindness. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's like I'm a huge animal lover and I did not start eating. I started out focusing on a vegan diet. And so when you focus on a vegan diet and you become a part of the vegan community, you meet a bunch of people who are advocates for all types of animals and you do become aware of it. But I was never... Um, too serious about it. I absolutely look up to all of these people, but I never really got into it too much. I spent time with them and thought about it, but I wasn't into it too heavily. But something that just happens naturally when you start eating a plant-based diet is you realize the effects that eating meat has, not just on the animals themselves, but everything around them. The, the, the horrible things that go on, um, how it affects the environment, how unsustainable it is. And it goes from that love and caring and the knowledge about the animals that expands to everything. So it makes you more aware of how you treat every person in your life, how, how to just spread kindness to all the people in your life. So before you become aware of this, it's almost like you're numb to the fact that um, in order for you to eat meat, you have to kill an animal because you don't have to do it. You don't have to see it. And, and as soon as you remove yourself from the numbness of how animals are treated in our society, you will start to become aware of, um, of this all throughout your life experience, not just with animals, but with all people. And so it, this makes you more empathetic and it makes you more capable of spreading love and kindness to all people. And I think that we could all use a huge dose of this nowadays, just being understanding and kind and being empathetic towards everyone, right? So I that was something that was really surprising to me, um, something that was kind of like, I always call it a side effect of eating a plant-based diet, because I never... You're, you're not paying attention. And once you, someone makes you pay attention or it becomes just, a, you know, outstandingly aware to you, like you just can't ignore it. You're like, wow, you know, this is absolutely incredible. And I see this with, in some of my friends where they, 
don't think about it. They eat meat and they just don't think about it. And this became really apparent one day when I was on a hike with a friend and we hiked up to, there was this big farm near my house and it's like an event center. They have big weddings there, but it's also a farm. They have cows and they have sheep and goats and the cows are those big furry cows. They're so cute, so cute. And they're very, very social. So when you talk to them and call them, they come over and they moo at you and they're just so adorable. And my friend said to me, what do you think they do with these cows? Why do you think they have them? And I said, well, I said, I'm pretty sure they probably eat them. And she was like appalled, absolutely appalled. And she's she's a meat eater and she's a very kind person, very nice person. But I was like, yeah, that's like a big thing, farm to table. I was like, yeah, that the, the sheep and the goats, I'm sure they use them kind of the same way. And and she was just, she's she never thought of it. It's not that people are terrible. It's because they're just not thinking of it because they don't have to. So sometimes this comes becomes really aware to me. And that was like one of those moments where I really noticed it. So overall, over the past 15 years or so, eating a plant-based diet has helped me improve my health, improve my energy levels. Um, I believe it's kept me off any type of medications, um, which I find wonderful. I don't ever want to take any medications if I don't have to. I'm not against medications, just to be clear on that. There's a, there's a place for them, but I'd rather not if I can avoid it myself. It's added more love and kindness into my life, and it helps me extend that to other people. And then I've made so many good friends, so many good friends in the community. And I feel really lucky that I was exposed to this by my youngest daughter and also by different friends and family and neighbors and stuff like that. And I'm so happy. I wish I knew the TED Talk, so I wish I could give a shout out to the man that did the TED Talk. Um, if I could find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But um, yeah, that was really like the defining thing. I was like, because it kind of gave me like this space. So like when someone was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing it? And I was like, oh, I watched this TED Talk and it just sounded really cool. So I'm doing it for 30 days. And then they would just shut up. So <laughs> I didn't have to hear like anybody's opinions. They were like, oh, that's exciting. That's cool. That was it. I didn't have to hear anything. So it made it super easy for me to divert any attention from people that I didn't want. So um, that's my journey. I hope that this was helpful to anyone that might even be thinking of a plant-based diet. My advice to you would be go for it, see how you feel. Um, and as long as you feel better, you know, different people need different diets. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about going on any diet. And like I also, like I said earlier, the main focus should be eating real whole food. That's the main focus first. And the second focus is plant-based and then not too much. Who said that? Michael Pollan, I believe. Uh, so that's it for today. But I also want to add, I do have a Facebook group um, where I just started this Facebook group. It's brand new and it's called Plant-Based Cooking Made Easy. And I just do cooking demos. And I am a culinary nutrition educator, but I am not a chef. And I have to add that because people expect me to act like a chef. Like they expect me to have, you know, ninja knife you know, skills and like have my hair all pulled back in a bun. And I'm not like that. Like my hair's down. 
every once in a while, I might like lick my finger or something like that. And <laughs> so it's not super professional, but it's great if you're, you want to learn how to start cooking plant-based. And if you want to eat a plant-based whole food diet, I hate to say this, but you're going to have to cook. You're going to have to cook or you're going to have to you know, belong to one of those services where someone's cooking for you because it's all about real whole food, right? So I have this Facebook group. I will put the link in the show notes. So if you're interested, um, like I said, I just started it. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. I also have a plant-based meal planning program. And the basis of this program is to provide you with meal plans that help you cook less, meaning cook once and use the leftovers appropriately. And so it's it comes with the meal plans, the recipes, the preparation schedule. So it tells you when you need to cook and how much you need to cook and then how what to do with the leftovers. So it's a really it's a really cool program. It has like 7 months, a little over 7 months of meal plans in it. And I also included in there batch cooking cookbooks. So it's recipes each month that you could do use for batch cooking, meaning you're cooking once things like chilies and soups, and then you could freeze them. So you always have like a healthy, delicious plant-based whole food meal right in your freezer. So, oh my God, my New York accent just came out. Did you hear that? It comes out every once in a while. So the program is wonderful. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's very affordable too. So if you're interested in either one of those things, you'll find the links, um, like I said, in the show notes. It was a pleasure spending this time with you. Um, thank you once again for being here. And if you have the time, I would love it if you would you know, leave me a review and give me like a wonderful five-star rating. And if you do, definitely reach out to me on social media. Also in the show notes will be my Instagram because I would love to thank you for it. Um, I will see you next week here on the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Be sure to add deep level self-care into your life every day. Love you. Bye.